1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, Best Game Cox podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, March the 12th, 2021. Today's show in lieu of this weekend series, I give my official prediction. Gamecocks taking on the Texas Longhorns in a best of 3 series in Austin, Texas. I'll break that one down, lock in my prediction for the weekend. Also, I talk men's basketball. South of season finally comes to an end with a loss to the Ole Miss Rebels in the SEC tournament, guys. We've got a packed show here on a Friday, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, Superior moving service, they bring care and attention that companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They are founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, guys, so a Gamecock owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2020, 21. Be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group, or, of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. The show is also brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped. Guys, Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Guys, they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, including yours truly. And guys, Manscaped hooked me up with a bunch of their tools and formulations from their perfect package 3.0 kit. Guys, listen... We've all been there. We're trimming our junk. We're trimming our balls. We nick ourselves. We cut ourselves. We're bleeding. It's a mess. It hurts. It burns. Guys, leave that in the past. Leave that in 2020, all right? Leave that mess. Leave that junk in 2020 because Manscaped, has got you covered. They've created the best ball hair trimmer ever, the Lawn Mower 3.0. Guys, this thing is legit. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. Guys, I now feel confident when I'm shaving my boys, guys, and get this, in addition... Their trimmer comes with an LED light. Yeah, this thing's got a freaking flashlight on it for a more precise shave, and it's waterproof to make your shower shave clean and easy. And, guys, of course, don't use the same trimmer you use on your balls. Don't use the same trimmer you use on your face on your balls. That's just nasty. Okay, don't do that. The lawnmower 3.0 also comes inside the brand-new Perfect Package 3.0, which comes with everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. Guys, The Manscaped Perfect Patches 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, guys. You already put deodorant in your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And, guys, yes, believe it or not, your balls do stink. Put deodorant on them. And speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I'm thankful for the Crop Reviver as well, guys. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, they keep your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. Guys, get this. Manscaped threw in two free gifts into their perfect package, a pair of high-performance Manscaped boxer briefs, which, guys, I'll say this. I've been wearing these boxer briefs extremely comfortable extremely comfortable they keep your junk feeling fresh all day in a travel shed bag that hey yours truly uses all the time but they have that shed bag as well you can store all your grooming goodies guys again it is a no-brainer get with the times get manscaped go to their website right now manscaped.com you're going to use the promo code t-s-u-s to get 20% off and free shipping. Guys, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, all by just using the promo code TSUS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Let's get it. Officially here in the studio. Let me wish you all a very happy Friday, TGIF. Hope you're all doing well. And officially a happy Gamecocks baseball game day in Austin, Texas. Folks, as always, I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're, you're having a fantastic Friday. Again, TGIF, whether you're in the office, you're in the cubicle, you're, you're on the commute. Uh, you have the day off. Maybe it's your wellness day. I know the University of South Carolina has a wellness day today, which I think is one of the wildest things. Those wellness days, they basically just took away spring break and spread it out throughout the semester, and and people are taking off and taking taking their spring break anyways. It's crazy. But anyways, whatever you're doing for your Friday, guys, hope you're all doing well. We got a packed show. We got a packed show here on a Friday, guys. As you notice the format, like I told you guys yesterday, but if you did not hear, I'll remind you today. Moving forward. Now that basketball has concluded, thank God, which we're going to get into just a little bit, I am going to be breaking down all of the weekend series on Thursday and saving the predictions for the Friday show. So today, I'll be talking South Carolina, Texas, giving my official prediction. We're going to lock it in today here on the Spurs Up show how I feel South Carolina baseball is going to fare this weekend. And also, also, of course, like I said, guys, we'll touch on basketball. But guys, without further ado, Let's go ahead and dive right into it. Again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I will say this, first things first. For those that have tuned into the Daily Crow, you know, basketball is obviously out of the picture, dunzo, season's over, thank God. But to everyone that tuned in to the pregame shows, the postgame shows, to everyone who tunes in everything, takes any time out of their day to consume the content, show love to the content, share the content, I'm extremely grateful for you. Thank you so much. Your love and support, it means the world, especially when the teams are not good and, you know, it's a struggle. You guys truly keep me going. You guys truly keep my spirits high. So, again, for that, I want to say thank you so much. But, again, very excited to chat with you guys today. Let's lock in a prediction. Hey, let's lock in a prediction. South Carolina – At Texas Gamecocks taking on the Longhorns in a best of three series in Austin. A quick note, by the way, guys. The first pitch for these games it has been updated tonight. Of course, first pitch at 7:30, and these are all Eastern time, of course. 7:30 Eastern tonight. Tomorrow's first pitch, which was slated for seven o'clock, has been moved up to 3:30. So mark your calendars, set a reminder. All that good stuff, whatever you got to do. That first pitch has been moved up due to threat of rain, I guess. But again, 3.30 first pitch now on Saturday. And then a noon Eastern, a noon Eastern first pitch on Sunday. And of course, guys, all three games on Longhorn Network. Let me give you the free life hack, if you will, one more time. I did this on yesterday's show, but I want to do it again. For people tuned in that are saying, Chris, how in the world do I watch these games? Sling TV. Sling TV right now is offering a free three-day trial. What I suggest you do and what I will be doing is around, I don't know, 4 or 5 o'clock this afternoon, I will set up my Sling account, which includes Longhorn Network. I will get my free three-day trial. At the end of the series on Sunday around 3 or 4 o'clock, I will cancel said Sling trial. Boom, you just got to watch the series for free. So there you go. So for those that have been asking me, no, you cannot watch this series on ESPN+. But yes, you can watch this series and watch it for free using that Sling TV three-day trial. So, just want to put that out there. But again, let's go ahead and dive into it, folks. You know, and I'll say this. First thing, it really, doesn't it feel good as South Carolina fans, as Gamecock fans? I mean, this is the first time I feel like South Carolina has been in a game that has... National relevance and national attention. I mean, it's been a while, and I'm talking any men's sport. You think about it, basketball, football, baseball. This is the first time in quite a bit that I can remember that the nation, the country, is paying attention, at least on the college baseball scale, on the the college baseball side of things. The nation is paying attention to this one. The stage is set. The 12th-ranked Gamecocks, the 19th-ranked Texas Longhorns. And guys, when this series was announced in the offseason or just before the season started, you know, I made this point then and I'll make it now because what you have to love about this series <clears throat> is it's just got everything. You've got the history from Omaha in 2002 when Texas Beach you in a winner-take-all game in the College World Series and they won the final over you. You've got two storied programs in South Carolina, and Texas. The results on the field, what they've done speaks for itself. You've got two preseason ranked and both ranked teams right now battling each other. You've got two teams that have aspirations of Omaha this year <clears throat> that are battling each other. You've got basically everything you could ask for in this series. You really do. And so I expect nothing but great things this weekend. I, I think certainly this is going to be one for the ages. And I'll say this, guys. You know, I, I don't know if you guys ever wonder this. Nobody's asked me this, but, you know, I, I don't do keys to the weekend. I don't do key – you know, in football, basketball, I do keys to the game, right? That's one of the things I love to include is keys to the game. What does South going to need to do to lock down the victory? The reason I don't do that in baseball – I'll tell you guys why. The reason I don't do that is because I feel like the keys – would pretty much be the same every weekend, you know? Um, Because in a series like this, when, and there's so much parity in college baseball, there's so much more than any other sport and it's not even close. So when it comes to a series like this with South Carolina and Texas, both teams are talented. Both teams are really good. You know, neither team is perfect, but these are both really good ball clubs. I mean, it's just going to come down to a few things in this series. And I said this about the Clemson series as well. It's going to come down to timely hitting. It's going to come down to both pitching staff simply executing, throwing strikes, being dependable in the late innings. It's going to come down to both of these teams handling the moment. Which one handles the moment the best? Which one handles the pressure situations? probably late in games, the best. It's going to come down to those simple things. It is. And that's basically every single weekend. You know, which team makes fewer mistakes? Which one capitalizes on the other's mistakes? Now, of course, there are matchups within the matchups. And I do want to talk about those. Because you take a look again, quick reminder, guys, the pitching matchups this weekend. On Friday, you've got South a right-hander Thomas Farr. Against Texas right-hander, Ty Madden. On Saturday, you've got Brandon Jordan against Tristan Stevens, both righties. And then Sunday, you've got Julian Bosnick, the Southpaw, going going up against right-hander, Colby Kubitschek. That Friday game, of course, I think it's going to be one for the ages. Far versus Madden. Guys, you can't ask for a better matchup in college baseball. Going to be one of the more intriguing matchups that you'll get to watch, that you'll get to see, this season, and what a great tune-up, by the way, for, for SEC play. Because, you know, after this series, you take on Vandy, who's got Kumar Rocker and Jack Lighter. And I think out of those three guys, Madden, Rocker, and Lighter, you throw them in a bag, you pick one out. That's the best pitcher in college baseball. I mean, you, you can pick one of those three guys, and it's really not an incorrect answer, truly. I mean, Ty Madden's up there. So I, I will say this, with that being said about that Friday night matchup, and I'm really excited about it. I think it's a great opportunity for Thomas Farr to introduce himself to the college baseball world because you think this is by far the biggest game that Thomas Farr is pitching. And I'm a big Thomas Farr fan. I mean, he's got the stuff to match Ty Madden, pitch for pitch. We all know about Farr, running the fastball up 96, 97, wipe out secondary stuff, good changeup, battles his tail off up there. But I do have some concerns in that Friday night game. Because, again, listen, if you're asking me, Chris, you've got a winner-take-all game. You can either go Ty Madden or Thomas Farr. Who are you going with? Again, I love our guy Thomas Farr. But Ty Madden, guys, might be the best pitcher in all of college baseball. And he has the experience. He's pitched in some big games. So that matchup worries me a little bit. The rest of the way, I think South Carolina more than holds their own. I think Stevens and Kubitschek from Texas are solid, but I like Jordan and Bosnick on the Carolina side, of course. That Friday game would be the most interesting to me on the bump. And and here's the thing. Because you look at Texas, and again, I've talked to my good buddy who's a big Texas guy, and he says this team, of course, strength is pitching, weakness is hitting, and and the stats and the numbers say that. Texas right now, I think, with like a three... 354 three, ERA, team ERA, <clears throat> team batting average at two fifty six. They rank outside the top hundred in batting average right now, so they've not swung it well. Meanwhile, South Carolina been a lead on the mound. You've got under a three team ERA, and a team batting average that sits around, I want to say three fourteen. Let's see how close. I mean, I have the graphic pulled up right here uh 311 311 and you got a 294 staff era So just looking on paper, you know as a fan you say hey you got the advantage, right? Our pitching is even, our hitting is better, we should win the series. If only the transitive property worked like that in college baseball. If only it did. If only it worked that way in baseball, period. But the stats can help us. For sure. The stats can help us. Because my biggest concern in this series is this. I think you'll pitch well enough to win. I, I really do. I think you're going to pitch well enough to win. It's do you hit enough? And I like this South kind of lineup still. I do, but I don't think concerned is the right word. I'm a little anxious to see how South kind fares against this Texas pitching staff because, you know, Mercer. A little shaky in that series with the bats. The Citadel game, yes, you scored 11, but look at the way you did it too a little bit. You need to see the bats elevate their game a little bit. And I think one thing that's been interesting about this lineup, guys, is, you know, early in the season, we were all saying, man, why is this lineup so good hitting with two strikes? What is going on? A lot of their hits, a lot of their runs are coming in two-strike counts. And I think one of the reasons is this, and I think this is a key for the hitters this weekend. Because, again, you know, I, 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 when I was on the Daily Crow, it was uh, Joseph, I believe, if I'm getting the name right. He said that he felt a key for this weekend is to handle the moment. And I think this kind of feeds into what I'm about to say. We've got a lot of really, really good hitters in our lineup that are big, powerful, strong guys that can drive the baseball. Right? We do. But I think one of the reasons you saw us hit so well with two strikes, I think one of the reasons you saw us almost improve with two strikes, I think of guys like David Mendham, like Brennan Malone, even like a Braylon Wimmer, even at times an Andrew Eister. You know, really everybody. But those are the guys that come to the top of my mind. Guys that I think early in counts, and I get it. Hey, OO, you're in the count. Get your hacks off. Get your swings off. I totally get it. But I think you've really seen this lineup flourish when they get in that two-strike approach, and it's, hey, simplify, get the front foot down, see it deep, and drive the baseball. Don't overthink this thing, right? Let the bat work, use his velocity against him. I think that's the approach South Carolina needs to take all weekend long. Because when you're talking power arms like Texas has, because that's what you're going to see. You're going to see power arms. You're going to see guys with elite stuff. And again, especially starting Friday. I'm not saying necessarily have a two-strike approach against Ty Madden the entire game. But if you try to get big on him and get your leg kick going and you're trying to hit the ball 6,000 feet and you're getting, you know, you're, you're not staying within yourself, you're not going to have a lot of success. And those guys know that. I'm not saying anything they don't already know. Because, hey, one big thing I want to see this weekend, the strikeout numbers. They got to go down. They got to go down. They got to stay down at least. Because, hey, here's the thing. In college baseball, you put the ball in play, you're giving yourself a chance. They are college fielders. They're bound to make mistakes. They are. They're college fielders. You put it in play enough, they're going to boot it. They're going to help you out. Make them make plays. So, again, on the hitting side of things, I think simplify. You're going to see elite stuff this weekend, but you can beat it. And on the pitching side, again, I I, I still love the depth. Um, Again, I think far Madden is as good a matchup you're going to see in college baseball this season. And I think Jordan and Bosnick should be able to hold their own. As far as the bullpen, again, love the depth. Peters, Sanders, Mahoney, Phipps, uh, Gilreath, you know, Coyne, Tringali, Wesley Sweat, Josiah Seitler, um, you know, maybe the other guys that I'm I'm forgetting. If if I'm forgetting an obvious one, I apologize. There's a lot of pitchers. There's a lot of pitchers. Um, Cotto. You got plenty of arms. You got plenty of options. All your horses in the stable this weekend. Brett Carey, of course, my key player of the weekend. And getting to the point, guys, when when I take a look at this series, I, I truly believe we're going to see three classic games. I, I, I just I, I think this is going to be one of the best series of this season. In regards to dramatics, in regards to Just two really high-quality baseball teams duking it out and going at it. Like I said, the Friday game scares me a little bit because you're in enemy territory. You're at Texas. Ty Madden's on his home bump. And again, he's an elite pitcher no matter where he's throwing. Thomas Farr with a huge opportunity. You got a Gamecocks lineup that's been a little bit of a mixed bag. Hey, your lead guy, Wes Clark, comes in this series 0 for 9. What gives for him? So, I'll be honest with you guys. It would not shock me at all if South Carolina lost that, that game tonight. It would not shock me at all. And, again, I'm, you know, nervous or or uh, worried. That Those are the wrong adjectives for the game tonight. I'm a little anxious. I'm very anxious to see how this Gamecocks lineup deals with Ty Madden. And it wouldn't shock me at all if if South going to drop game one. However, with that being said, this is a resilient bunch. We've seen it. Win anyway. That win anyway mentality is infectious through this group. You're not 11-0 by accident. Texas, give them credit. A really good ball club. And it is a challenge, COVID or not, limited crowds or not, to go on the road and play at Texas against the Longhorns, a team with just as much tradition as you, if not more. A team with, you know, all of the aura, all of the magic, all of the history. They have all of that. And you certainly cannot get caught up in that. But even with a loss Friday night, I, I think this again is a very resilient group, a win anyway group. And, again, you come into this weekend undefeated, not by accident. I will say this. I don't think either team sweeps in this one. I think South Carolina, no matter what, is going to lose their first game of the year. And, again, that's that's not an indictment on them. That's not a negative. It's baseball, guys. They're going to lose a game. I, I hate to burst your bubble, but South Carolina is going to lose a game at some point this year. They're, they're not going undefeated. And, hey, you know what? If we sweep Texas and we go into SEC play undefeated, then so be it, and I'll eat my hat. You know what I mean? Like, I, honestly, I'd love to be proven wrong, and South going to be the first ever college baseball team to go undefeated in a regular season or a season in general. But it's baseball, and it's not going to happen. With that being said, though, I, I expect this series like to, again, be three really close games, three really tight contests, down-to-the-wire, late-inning type of games. And South Carolina has shown this season. They flourish in those moments. They flourish. They thrive in adversity. They thrive when it gets tough. They thrive in the late innings. They thrive being down. They love it. It's like fuel to them. They have that win anyway mentality. And I think they carry that to Austin this And I think the Gamecocks... Do they lose Friday? Do they steal one from Madden? I don't know. We'll see tonight. But again, I think this series is going to be way too close to say that either side sweeps. But I do think the Gamecocks will win this series, and I think they take two of three from the Texas Longhorns. I I like South Carolina again in a best-of-three you know, I, I just think you, you got to go Texas, a very high-quality ball club. But again, I really like South Carolina's pitching against that Texas lineup, a lineup that has struggled again, hitting just 256 on the year. If your bats can just give you a decent weekend, you're going to take two out of three. I really believe that. They can just give you a decent weekend. And this lineup has shown it's better than decent, guys. Yes, the, the matchup tonight concerns me a little bit. It does. When you're facing a guy like Ty Madden, you can't help but being a little bit on the edge of your seat. But the rest of the weekend, I feel pretty good about this lineup. But tonight, I expect a, a traditional, you know, one to nothing, two to one, three to two type of Friday night game, which again, I love. I mean, as a former pitcher, I love those kind of games. But I think either way, again, South Carolina, this team just continues to find a way to win. They continue to defy all odds and win anyway, no matter the circumstance. And I think they'll do that again this weekend. Again, I've got the Gamecocks taking two out of three. So they will not come out of this weekend undefeated, in my opinion. But I think this team does win the series. I think they take two out of three. I think they vault themselves into the top 10 next week. And I think Gamecocks baseball keeps it rolling. And Again, I'll say this too. I'm so glad, though. That South gonna gets this series before SEC play. And I'll tell you why. Because again, you know, you know what you got next weekend against Vandy. You're going to face Kumar Rocker. You're going to face Jack Leiter. I'm so glad we're not going to be going in that series saying, like, oh, this is the first time we face guys like this this season. Because again, Ty Madden is one of those guys. I mean, Ty Madden's going to run the fastball up 97. I think he touched 98 last week against Houston in his 14 strikeout game. He's legit. Ty Madden is very legit. So, tonight should be a battle, but I think South Ghana either way, even if they lose this Friday night game tonight, I think the Gamecocks will find a way to take two out of three. I do. When you're hot, you're hot, and the Cocks are hot, and don't bet against the Cocks when they get hot. So, again, guys, lock me in. Gamecocks taking two out of three, and the Lone Star State in South Ghana improves their record to 13 and 1 after this weekend against the Texas Longhorns. All right, guys, before we wrap up, let's move off of that and onto the hardwood and really just close the book that is and was this 2020 to 2021 men's basketball season because this season has finally come to an end. And I'll be honest with you guys, normally I've got the stats pulled up and the score pulled up and, and all that here in front of me. I don't have any of that. I don't. I watched the game, and it, what was it, like 76 to 59 or whatever. I, I, but I don't have any of it pulled up in front of me. I more so just want to take five seconds to, you know, reflect. Also take five seconds just to say thank you to you guys. You know, everyone that tuned in, everyone that continued to support and listen to the podcast and, and tune into the Daily Crow, the pregame and the postgame shows, Thank you so much again from the bottom of my heart because this was a tough season. It was tough to stay engaged. It was tough to continue to care. And you guys continuing to tune in really made it worth it for me. So, again, thank you all so much for that. But there's really no point in breaking down the game from last night. It went as this entire season is gone. Um, I thought what was interesting in the beginning, you had no Jermaine Cousnard, no Keyshawn Bryant, and no Seventh Woods. <clears throat> None of those guys available. Why? None of us know. But they weren't available. Would it have made a difference? I don't think so, to be totally honest with you. But you go down in typical fashion. Again, you, you finally put this nightmare of a season arrest. rest. And again, it's funny, guys. I wasn't even upset after the game. I, I was just happy. I was, I was honestly giddy. I was like, thank God. This game is over. Thank God this season is over from the fan perspective. And, you know, I, I want to have some empathy. I, I know the guys, you know, I want to say they battled and they fought and they dealt with adversity and, and you know, kudos to them for even, <clears throat> for even fighting and putting on a season and putting it together. You know what I mean? Kudos to them for doing that. And Frank Martin also, you know, battling his tail off beating COVID twice, whatever. But there's no dancing around it. It was a nightmare of a season. And now you turn the page in the sense of you go into an offseason with tons, and I mean tons of question marks. First things first, what's your roster look like? I think A.J. Lawson is gone. I've also heard rumblings that Keyshawn Bryant is most likely gone. But more importantly, you, you got to figure out Number one, is is Frank Martin, your coach, coming back? I think he's going to come back. I I, I don't see any scenario where the school fires him, but I guess I've seen crazier things. But your coaching situation. And again, for me, almost more importantly, and most importantly, is the overall health of this program. How do you inject optimism and positivity and excitement back in the Gamecocks basketball. How do you do it? How do you inject that back in the Gamecocks basketball? Is it possible at this point? I really don't know. I really don't know. And again, I'd expect Martin back. I, I don't see any scenario in which the school would, would fire him or move on. I, I just don't see it. If Frank Martin doesn't retire or move on on his own, I, I don't think he's going anywhere. So, but with that being said, guys, this is more so to say, like I said, thank God, you know, thank God it's over. The season's finally over. We can now focus and lock in on Carolina baseball and, and give this baseball attention, our baseball team, the attention that it much, much deserves. And, you know, I will say last thing too, because <clears throat> I believe that was AJ Lawson's final game in the Carolina uniform, tip of the cap. You know, thank you for everything you did for Gamecock Nation. It's a damn shame that his final season came in this fashion during this year. But, uh, you know, it it is what it is. So, thank God from the fan perspective and all of us Gamecock fans, Gamecock faithful out there, this season's over. I'm so happy that I woke up this morning and did not have to think about, oh, God, we play a basketball game tonight. (laughs) Gamecock's basketball. Last night, you have wasted my emotions, my energy, and my time for the last time until we meet again in November. (laughs) Until we meet again. Because, hey, we're not going anywhere. We're crazy, lunatic, diehard fans. We're not going anywhere. I know it. You know it. We all know it. We'll be back in November supporting the boys with or without Frank Martin won't even matter who the coach is. We'll be back supporting. So, again, guys, that's going to do it for me. Let's wrap up this show again. Happy Friday. Thank you guys so much. I'm fired up. I'm excited. South of Texas, what a weekend it's set to be, guys. I will say this. Just stay tuned um, in regards to any updates in pregame or postgame shows. Maybe a watch-along tomorrow. Maybe a watch-along Sunday It's going to be a last-minute decision. I don't really know yet, but, again, just roll with the punches with me. Be patient, and I know you guys will. Again, thank you all so much for tuning in. What a weekend it's set to be. Go Cox. beat Texas, horns down, and we'll talk to you on Monday.